I'm excited to welcome back on the program Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's good to see you this week. How are you? Always good to see you, Noreen. I'm very well. Thank you very much. Lovely to see you. It, it sort of alleviates my loneliness in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> very good cue there. Very impressed with that. And and you've passed over to me completely without any problem at all. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, loneliness is something I'm going to talk about today. Um, the reason I chose it, one, I did see an interesting article as per usual. But the other thing is, I suppose, um, with kind of Christmas just around the corner, um, we tend to start thinking about, you know, people who might be uh, alone in the house and, and, you know, during festive times, I suppose it happens at Chinese New Year as well. Absolutely. You know, while everybody's out and about celebrating, there are people who may have Mm -hmm. lost partners, lost family members, um, and they are celebrating or or, they're spending alone. That's right. And I think that's something that, you know, obviously during festive times, it comes into your mind. But generally, um, when I was reading this article, it says that research suggests that loneliness is on the rise in many parts of the world. Now, this could be also because of the fact that, you know, we have an aging population and there are a lot of older people who might find themselves lonely who don't necessarily have children as such Um, and they and the definition of loneliness it says loneliness is best conceived as an unmet social need which humans are fundamentally driven to correct through relationships Mm. Um, and then the other aspect of this article I was reading was that they were saying that like because there's loneliness there are kind of business opportunities open up um, you know where social need is not met through sort of organic interactions and friendships. So for instance, each year, um, there's usually a kind of one must have holiday gift, for instance, right? And in 2007, it was the iPhone. In 1984, it was the it was Air Jordans. Um, I assume it's the trainers, right? And in 1975, now this is an interesting one because I'm thinking 1970, I was around at that time, right? And um, a rock, that was the gift that people gave, and a, this, a rock like yeah, the things that you yeah, find in, this is in a, this is really the ground. Yes, absolutely, what? and it says that's right. Nineteen seventy-five was the year of the pet rock, um, accessibly priced at four dollars each. The rocks came in a cardboard box shaped like a cage, with with cutouts for air for the rock to breathe, and these were of course completely ordinary rocks. Anything that you you know, it'd be something that you could find outside if you're in the park. That's or whatever. crazy. Exactly. I'm not going to pay four dollars us i suppose it's like 30 hong kong that's mad isn't it but pet rocks flew off the shelves and in 1975 over 1.5 million rocks were sold which made their inventor gary dahl a millionaire almost overnight I can't I'm, believe it. I'm looking at this. This is like a primitive version of the Tamagotchi <laughs> or something, like, except it doesn't do anything. There's no, there's it just no battery do operation. anything at all. Each and, and, and Have you ever had one before? No, no. But if I was, I certainly wouldn't order it through Amazon. I'd probably just go outside and get it. Exactly. And it I says, want a different kind of rock, a abso- shiny one. <laughs> absolutely. Each rock came with a 30-page tongue-in-cheek manual for its care. This included gems such as if you remove the rock from its box, it appears to be excited place it on some old newspapers and the rock will know what the paper is for and will require no further instruction it will remain on paper until you remove it that's insane i'm gonna bring this trend back (laughs) i think we should 
partner yeah. it and start doing this, right? The pet rock was a quirky fad, and obviously it faded about after a year, but not enough time to actually get the guy to make a lot of money from it. But the fascination holds it's a little bit deeper than that because, you know, we kind of almost assign this animacy and human-like characteristics to clearly inanimate things. If you remember the film, do you remember the film Castaway with Tom Hanks, oh, yeah. right? And you remember Wilson, right? So Wilson was a ball that he had, which came out of a FedEx box, a, you know, a football. And basically he was so alone on this island in this, in this film that he used, he kind of wrote, he had, I think it was blood or whatever. He wrote his name. He wrote Wilson because the ball was a Wilson was make. Cool, yeah. And so this was like, because he was so incredibly lonely and he used to talk to this ball and he gave this ball like, you know. A personality. Absolutely. Kind of like Papa Gebetto and Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. So I mean, this is where I suppose, and and I suppose if you think about it, if you if you have kids, they might actually have a favorite doll. They might have something, or, the, uh, or they talk yeah. to their blanket, or they talk to something. So maybe that is another aspect of just being a bit lonely. They might yeah. be the only sibling, you know. They may be the only child, and yeah. so that might have something to it. But they seem to suggest in this particular article that, you know, it's a bit of a booming business, this whole thing about loneliness, right? Which, you know, people find ways of, of curing it or whatever. Years ago, didn't they have like a robo dog or something like yeah, that? And, yeah. and so that people would have a pet, but not really the responsibility yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of a real pet. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose the pandemic has really exacerbated this issue of loneliness, I'm sure. I mean, you mentioned just now some, some old people may not have children, but even though those with children, it's not a guarantee that you're going to be able to yeah. spend the no, time with the children. No, and kids go away and kids work. Kids go away, and, exactly. And you tend to just and have the messages. They can't travel back. And, yeah. and these days. And I think they're saying that actually, when we go through periods of isolation, as, mes- as many of people who've actually gone through lockdowns, actually the whole aspect of loneliness was something that was there even pre pandemic but it has just emphasized it Mm. a lot more because i think we're all becoming very aware maybe this is like maybe it might actually be a way of us changing that the moment things actually do change we want to get together where before we were reaching a stage where we were saturated and thought no i don't really want to see do you remember i mean i think in quite a few families or you know maybe it happens at chinese new year but i certainly see it at christmas time where the moment you say oh what are you doing at christmas and people say oh got the relatives coming around and it's almost gonna be three days of complete sheer tension and all this so so that is generally sometimes people there's do that pre-holiday that. stress yeah. Um, yeah and I've spoken to friends before where perhaps they celebrate Thanksgiving um, and, and all the in-laws get together but once you're actually together it's it's actually quite a fun time and to be honest it's just a few days it's just a few and days and with it I, 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 I'm quite surprised sometimes when people say that because I'm, I mean you know you're going to be together and you're going to have presents and there'll be tension but it's just especially nice. when you've had a few to drink like emotions yeah. run high and people start saying things that you don't want them to say. So I suppose, yeah, it does kind of create a little bit of tension. But I think, you know, maybe now, given the pandemic and the situations, and obviously now in some countries, um, certainly in the UK at the moment, things are being, um, you know, it's going back to sort of more restrictions and things like that. But loneliness can be bad for us, uh, obviously. And it's kind of similar to w- water and food. When these sort of signals go unheeded, they can be kind of ill health effects. Now, 
Julian Holt, she's a PhD professor of psychology, and she did a large-scale meta-analysis on social, social isolation and loneliness consisting of like 200 studies and 3.7 million participants. And her research suggests that prolonged periods of loneliness and isolation can have serious adverse effects, including heart disease, stroke, depression, and premature death. And she describes it, there's a robust, there's robust evidence that social isolation and loneliness significantly increase the risk for premature mortality. And the magnitude of risk ex exceeds that of many leading health indicators. So many nations around the world now suggest that we're fa facing a kind of loneliness epidemic. Exactly. I was going to say loneliness itself yeah, is, uh, is an, an epidemic. epidemic. That's yeah. right. And um, and then she said the research shows that loneliness trends were there even before COVID-19. Um, also in the US, it's, you know, since about 2015, the younger demographic, demographic, demographic. sorry, I'll get my tongue in the right place. It seems like there's there's another problem there because now with social media, people are sort of hooked on Working their phones. Working from home. I've got friends who are expat friends who don't have family here in Hong Kong and they're essentially trapped here. They can't go home. They're not really working um, at the office anymore. They're working from home. Mm -hmm. So their circle sort of shrinks. They're not seeing colleagues, um, especially during the height of the pandemic in Hong Kong where everybody had to socially distance. It's difficult for the younger generation. Um, and and you notice that in students as well mm. because they're used to that online learning and when they have to go back to school they're so used to sort of playing you get on. out the habit then don't exactly. you of actually socializing and at that age you're sort of still navigating yeah. um um you know making friends Even little kids i yeah. mean you know your your kids are quite young and if oh, they haven't they gone to nursery they definitely got they don't see anyone and they kind of those skills are so important at that age yeah. aren't they they love staying at home because at, at home it was all, with all their toys and stuff and mm. they love going to school but then after a while they were like why, why do we have to go back to oh, school oh gosh yeah right it's weird well it's, it's absolutely crazy because they're saying that you know the numbers of certain young people uh, and people who are lonely and stuff that found in Asia and Western Europe, in Germany, for instance, 70% believe loneliness to be a serious problem. And the UK has been noted, especially for, for loneliness, and they say that half the UK employees report feeling lonely at work and at home, and nearly 75% of them describe their neighbours as strangers. So there doesn't seem to be too much interaction taking place with your neighbour. Yeah, I mean, uh, do you it talk to any here, of your no. Yeah. I, I, it certainly doesn't happen here. I mean, I, I live like, you know, like many in people in Hong Kong in an apartment and where there's a big corridor and everyone's rooms are there. I hardly actually ever see people coming out the same time as I do. And even if I do, when we go into a lift you or something, hello. nobody says hello. Oh, really? Well, I, I say hello. I say hello to I say hello name. sometimes, yeah. but nobody replies. <laughs> <laughs> they say hello back, but um, I suppose we don't know um, each other's names. No. Um, what we, no. Some, we sort of say, oh, hello. Hello, Mrs. Lang and hello, Mrs. It's Lamb. It's nice just to have a bit yeah. of interaction, though. I mean, it's nice to know your neighbour. I think we always kind of thought, we always it's felt whenever when you we have, have neighbours, yeah, when there's festivities or something, you always think, oh, I'm going to pass some samosas over to their house or <laughs> I'm going to get some oh, Christmas cake. I'd, I'd love something. to be your neighbour, Sadia. <laughs> Wouldn't you just, I yeah. give my neighbours loads of yeah. food. Um, and then it also said that, like, you know, in 2016, one in 10 Brits reported that they could not, did not have a single friend to rely upon. And in 2020, that shot up to one in eight. 
Yeah. That's quite sad, isn't it? Um, I, I remember sort of having this discussion uh, with, with a friend, um, Andrew, and he was saying, you know, um, and I think it affects men perhaps more than women, and perhaps I'm um, generalizing a, a little bit, but women are generally quite good at mm. socializing and, mm. and, and making friends. I, I think that changes with age, but by and large, women are, are sort of a little bit better at that. And he was he made the observation that his father, um, at age uh, 65, um, needed a sofa uh, to, to be moved and because he lives overseas as an Andrew lives in Hong Kong his father lives um, in Australia um, there was no one that he could really call to move mm. the sofa mm. and there was no friends that he could really no neighbours he mm. could really call oh my gosh. and it and it's difficult yeah. it's really difficult and uh, also it, I suppose you're careful because you don't want just any random person walking in because there's a risk there as well you have to be quite careful about who exactly you can trust. um you know we invest in in our bank accounts but you know friendships and emotional savings is just as important we, we need to be making an effort with our friends mm. i'm going to call my friends now actually, i, I think you know we should yeah. have a campaign i think <laughs> there should be a pr campaign just to get people um you know interacting with neighbors and just smiling i think just getting out there in the streets and and you know for a few moments you don't know what that brief chat yeah. in a grocery store is going to do for somebody else just to have a quick word you i know? agree with you unfortunately I, I think i mean hong kong is a friendly place relatively friendly place but it's sort of it doesn't really run very deep people you know, are you, busy though i think in hong exactly. kong every time is money and, and <laughs> don't talk to anyone <laughs> don't waste my time <laughs> um and and i suppose with the pandemic it doesn't make it easier. People are sort of more distanced with the face mask. Yeah. Um, you know, smiling You don't helps. see expressions. Exactly. You don't see anyone smile. Although you can see smiles in the eye. It's like that with children, for instance. They might be sitting next to you in a bus or something and you smile at them and they just give you this weird look. Children, and, uh, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. And they <laughs> and kind of suddenly them over. put their head into their mum's lap and stuff and they don't want to see you. So, I mean, it varies. But, I mean, I was just trying to find ways that, you know, people could cope with it. Obviously, in, in 2018, the Prime Minister in UK, uh, they appointed a minister of loneliness. So that's a, a major task in itself. But also, you know, coping with loneliness, you've got to think about this whole thing of depression and, you know, your physical health and physical pain. I mean, ideas that you can use certainly to alleviate some of that loneliness is, you know, you try and join a class or a club. Um, you know, you volunteer and, you know, you find, say, support online. Like, you know, there's quite a few meetup groups, of charities and the support like that. But obviously now with social media, you can actually increase feelings of loneliness. And it's called FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh, FOMO, yeah. yeah. And also I think with social media is you feel like you're connected with someone, but actually it's on a very superficial level. Mm. So I can see some of my friends, you know, have done this or that or been on holiday holiday and then you don't really feel the need to call them to catch up with them yeah. because you feel like you've caught up with but their life. But how much of that is real though? Absolutely. This is, that's another problem exactly. isn't it? Exactly. You the think people... oh so and so has been to Thailand for yeah. holiday but you're not really checking in or calling yeah. them yeah. and say hey how's it going? Or somebody who's not on the grid because somebody you know sometimes you might um, <laughs> yeah. to make yourself feel better say oh no I'm really happy I'm doing this and this but you don't know because now Facebook and these things. I call it fake have, book. Yeah absolutely <laughs> have created even more more sort of problems which people are just not aware of and mm. and and there are cries for help sometimes people post something which you think why are they posting that and then everyone actually steers clear of them because they think oh i, I don't really oh, want to talk to them about that terrible. you know so people are good when things are great but people are not great maybe when there's a problem 
also um, to, to add to that, Sadia, I mean, you mentioned a few points about volunteering and sort of making yourself um, out, putting yourself out there. But there are people who suffer from chronic illness mm. who or, or, or depression or just simply they don't even want to make that contact. Mm. Those are the people sort of. Um, what do you call it, slip through the cracks and they're yeah. the ones who remain alone because yeah. they don't reach out. Um, they don't feel like reaching out. They, they don't know how to reach yeah. out. And I think we all need to make a little bit of an effort, even oh. if it's just two things we do every week or something. Just Say to hello check to on a neighbour, yeah, yeah, call, right. call a friend who you haven't spoken to in a long that's time. Right. And I think especially now with Christmas around the corner and obviously we've got Chinese New Year coming up too, that if you do certainly know of people who you know, for instance, are going to be alone and stuff, it'd be nice just to make sure that they're okay. Send, you know, If you've got kids, get them to send a little card or something. Yeah. That's always a nice Little audio note. Stuff. The best way is just to call people. Yeah, yeah which right. people replace with text messages. And yeah. oh. Oh, I feel we need a campaign for that. Yes, <laughs> we're going to have to do something about this. But you know, but it's interesting to talk about, and I think it's it's something that we need to really be aware of because it's very easy in our in our kind of protected lives where we've got our own families and things like that to not actually look across the way and just see that there is somebody who might be lonely and it is something that is growing anyway so yeah. so make sure you don't have a lo- I don't think there's much chance of you having a lonely Christmas with your kids and everything you'll be no, but um, as, as I always thought and I knew this from a very young age loneliness is a feeling not a situation I think sometimes you can be surrounded um, I mean not in my case but there are people who are surrounded with family and friends they and if you, feel. they still feel lonely and yeah. sometimes feel a bit out of place yeah. and that's often quite tough as well mm. yeah so well like Sadi and I was saying if you if you know of someone who you who you suspect may be lonely then reach out and and only and, if they want that yeah. <laughs> you sort of reach out they leave me alone yeah. I just want to be alone <laughs> oh absolutely and there's the other side of the coin where some people are really good with their own company and yeah. and they're quite happy um but yeah I, I think generally speaking that the, the older population if you've got um a great grandma a grandma um mum or dad someone you know, in quarantine at the moment during Christmas. Oh, oh my gosh. goodness. That's yeah. another one, well, isn't it? That's that's really a whole that's topic. Another discussion exactly. point. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sadia, thank you so much for choosing such a great topic. Lots to think about. And um, hopefully we, we will help solve this problem of loneliness. We will. Together we will. Together we will. Thank you very much, Sadia.